Hey, welcome to another episode of the Gnarly Munchies. I hope you guys are excited for this one. This guest is the face of Burning Spider Stoke Company and co-owner of Burning Spider Stoke Company, the host of Stoke Chow, Joseph Burnham himself. And if you guys hear a little rattling and movement in the background or a train horn, that is me, yes me, traveling on a train back at the NYC. Um, pretty much experiencing the vast nothing nothingness of the United States, which is absolutely fucking beautiful, by the way. Um, if you don't have the privilege or have you not had the opportunity to ride a train across America, I suggest you do it. It's a nice little view. Um, anyways, anyways, also like to add this bit of tidbit to the tidbit of a bit, bit of bit of bit. Um, shout out to We Unfuck the World. We can, you can definitely get one of those t-shirts on weunfucktheworld.org. Or you can visit their Instagram page, We Unfuck the World. One word, complete word, no hyphens, no hashtags, none of that shit. You can just simply get it. And also check out Live and Enjoy Movement on Instagram and Facebook. They also have Live and Enjoy Entertainment, where they take submissions from your local entertainment entertainers artists painters whatever the fuck you are you just submit your shit and they'll they'll showcase you yeah you you know stoked humanity humanity stoked all that good stuff yo holla at me enjoy this episode peace yeah yes 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 Ha, yo, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? It's kind of weird now. Like I talk to you every day for the last, almost every day. It's like we gotta we gotta start a conversation, but we've been having a conversation. Like just having enjoying life, and like the interesting shit that's been going on skateboarding. I talked to Billy about it. Um, like, what's what's like? I know what's going on. Right. Burning Spider, but what's but what's been going on? You want me to tell you? Me, do you want me to tell you what's been going on? In Burning Spider, from like shop perspective, because you got the up and coming board building end of the deal, right? And now it's the shop, like the uh, the what most people know as Burning Spider is like. I don't even realize we're doing board building because that's fresh, whereas this is like what we've been doing the shop. The shop, like the, the shop, because it's shop, like a whole. Shop. It's two different. It's two different mediums. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, well, it, that's like, that's been kind of the cool thing with board pressing too. I'm, I'll get into that later, probably. But um, so Burning Spider Man, we're uh, we're anticipating the skateboard launch um, and other secret stuff. I can't give it away. Billy will kill me if I give away the other. Yeah, that's all the secrets that um, we can't give away. Uh, but cool uh, knowing, uh, man, ha! shop's been rocking. We've got some amazing products. I mean, we've always got. We got you know my favorite companies. It's been probably my 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 <coughs> biggest <coughs> my biggest thing that I love about the shop, and the biggest thing that people probably hate about it is that if I'm not stoked on the brand or whatever, like I'm probably not gonna bring it in. And and you know what the killer part is like this is probably the roughest part is like I love so many brands in the industry right now. There is right. so much good product out. I can't 
fit it all in my store. No, dude. obviously. I, mean, I can't fit it all. Full, it's a I full. still want more. <laughs> at least, because we've got, you know, we've got Thank You in there. We've got Street Plant. We've got Loaded. We've got Land Yachts. That's the majority of, of everything in there is those right there. But that's going to be gone within weeks. Uh, right, hopefully, so. that would be cool. That would be no, really, I'm, really nice. I mean, I, I, I've seen you with a full stock short store, and I've seen you with an empty store like towards like the middle of like Corona. Right. And like with a empty store, you were still pushing boards in yeah, and out. Yeah, we still got full, stuff. And then with a full stock store, like I came back here one week, and like you was like, "Oh, I'm stocking up all this shit," and you had like a whole. We was doing. You was doing a whole live video, right? Mm-hmm. Right here. Yep. I come back the next week. I'm like. It was all gone. Oh damn! It was, like it was all gone. What happened to all the skateboards that was here a week ago? <laughs> yeah, no, dude, and that's been the awesome part about like having a shop because I came in. So Billy and I kind of came into longboarding like in the 2010 rush. So when there was a a big influx of longboarding, like there was brands that had been developing, like Original and Loaded and and. Uh, and land yachts and Sector Nine, of course, you got to mention those guys. Right. Um, and Rain and and different stuff like that. Like all those companies have been around for like you know five or six years, sometimes more than that, right? So it right. just kind of started picking up. And 2010 was that huge influx. 2011 Broadway bomb was the biggest Broadway bomb with like 2,000 people. And like, not that that's what got me in, but I was like, like all of that energy was just nuts. And then. I mean, that's kind of when I came back to wanting to run a skate shop, you know, when I was a 17-year-old, when I first started doing retail, I was like, man, I want to run my own skate shop. Back then, I was a rollerblader, but but so now, boom, (laughs) and then, right, and then, and then I find longboarding, and I was like, oh, that's the, that's the motion I've been chasing after, and my own personal skate, whatever, you know, or the thoughts of, the motion you're chasing, that feeling of gravity and synchronicity and stuff like that. And so, bam! And then when we started the shop, like, two years later, two years after that, two and a half years, and then we're coming up on, this is nine years. It's like you started in a garage. Nine, we started in a garage. garage. Yeah, in a fucking, in a fucking garage. In our fucking garage. We, we had a 77-square-foot sales floor with... Uh, uh, like that's the New York City apartment, guys. Yeah, it was small. <laughs> it was really, really small. And then when we came in here, like, it was this huge area to expand to, and we've just now like maxed out the showroom. We are that showroom is the fullest it's ever, ever, ever been, which is really cool. Um, you know, and then but there's still more brands I want. I want Rain. I want Madrid. I want. Right, I want to bring right. Original in. I want. Want all of them? I just because uh, Scott is back, dude. Oh, yeah, those back. guys. The, yeah, they seems like they're stuck coming back, dude. Yeah, There's some yeah. comet. You know, we've got Rolling Trees, another small little yeah. band we carry. Pantheon. We don't even have Pantheon in here, and I can't wait for some more Pantheon wood to come in here. Oh my! The quest for the unbreakable board. There is an, an unholy amount of really rad skate brands, which was what bums me out when like you got these like. Knock off wannabe brands. The Amazon. Like the Amazon brands. The man. Amazon it's like, guys. Get out of I here was, with um, that nonsense. Dude. I was watching this old, this old, this old dude, like this dad, like he likes this dad guy, like straight up dad video this morning. Oh, we're the, the uh, how it, adults, how adults longboard or whatever. Yeah, and it was like a little cool tutorial, but then like in his description, I'm looking at the, 
his purchase list. I like, where did he get his boy from? Hmm. And I'm like, oh man, this is all Amazon shit. Like, it was yo, all dude, Amazon. It was all Amazon. Uh, I was like, oh man, you're straight up like new to the shit. But it's still cool that you're showing a different perspective of skateboarding. Like, oh, from the parent who has kids who's picking up skateboarding for the first time, a parent who has kids who's picking up skateboard again. And back into it. Yeah. Which like, was, I feel like there was a big thing within, uh, in 2010, that was a, a reoccurring theme is, uh, okay, all these old skateboarders that have been getting beat up and are just tore up dudes at this point in time. Yeah. Like, now they got families, and then they discovered a way to skateboard still without destroying themselves and maybe even like making themselves a little bit better and a little bit stronger too right you know and i know that was me dude i was 30 years old uh 200 some odd pounds and uh it was it was time to do something man and and get off the games and and freaking and dude longboard longboarding saved my life yeah so cliche but and like, it, it, like, that's where it kind of like when it clicked. Like when I was like, "Oh shit, I'm, I am, I am helplessly in love with this." Like, there is no <laughs> high order. There is no <laughs> going back from this. I am fucking done, kind of thing. Like it was on, bro. And then I was like, "Dude, I've been spending this whole, you know, these seventeen years <coughs> previous to this, <coughs> learning how to run a shop and a business, and." There's no skate shop. There's no longboard specific shop in Kansas City. No. Let's fucking do it. And Boom. bam. All right. So the cool thing about the shop, too, is the fact that you're not just a longboard shop. You cover skateboarding. All the styles, man. And, you know, you keep a book behind the desk. Mountains um, to the streets. And it talks about popsicle, like the popsicle and mm, dollars. Yeah. The, um, and Urethane Revolution by um, O'Malley. John O'Malley. You're a, re- you're a reader, Joe. You're yeah, a reader. I love reading. Yeah, know, John O'Malley. If people don't know uh, about Joe, Joe East Coast, just about- East Coast represent. Uh, check out Urethane Revolution by John O'Malley. Um, uh, this, is, this is a really cool book because, like, everyone knows the Dogtown story. Right. Um, this is this is dudes from San Diego. This is the San Diego skateboard legacy from 1975 on. And it talks a lot, a lot of cool stuff. And I really... A lot of the stuff that John wrote in this book resonated like super, super hardcore with right. me. And I feel like a lot of longboarders even had that where, you know, we're kind of, oh, you're the kooky longboarders, you can't do a kickflip or whatever kind of thing. Um, you know, the uh, the negative gatekeeping as it were. And it's like, it's like, man, I just want to catch some turns on a hill, dude. Like, I, I go- love the feeling of gravity freaking pulling me down and... And being able to control control and operate like, this board as gravity pulls me and it's as, as this natural force like is just doing what it does. I'm able to interact with it in a way that's really fucking it's not just cool, not just fucking doing kickflips and joinking myself off. It's like it's like, oh dude, I'm actually interacting with this gravity and these forces and returns of energy and Right, uh, you feel it. You feel it every time you go into a slide it. or a turn or like a deep turn. Not mm. like not yeah. like a little baby turn. Like a, if you go into a deep turn and you have to lean into it, and you you're feel moving. it pulling yourself. <clears throat> it's great. It is pretty it's amazing. fucking great. Like it's it's not experience I could explain 
verbally, but until you get out and skate and just do it, just do it. Get out and skate. So, what does the shop do and like community wise, like motion? Like, I know you're one of the most interactive shops. I love the community. The whole point of the shop is to see how cool we can make the scene. So, before we even had the shop. Facebook was, it was 2010, like when I started longboarding, wasn't a lot of Facebook groups out there for longboarding. There was, there was like one for Kansas City that had somehow already like fallen out of use. And so I was like, let, let's start this Facebook group and see how, how many people we can get together. And so every person I saw with a longboarder, with a longboard in Kansas City, because we were such a spread out metro area that, that there's dudes in neighborhoods right next to each other. They don't even realize that they're homie. Like they're in the same like neighborhood basically. And so that's what it was like getting people together, like bringing, making people aware that it wasn't just them. There are, and right now in Kansas City Longboard community, we got 1,500 riders, over 1,500 riders. That's a lot of people. And I mean, okay, some of them are from out of out of Metro, like there's some Missouri and but Kansas. But it's still... It's, it's still, outlying, but it's mainly all still the same scene. Right. Because we'll travel two hours to Manhattan to go skate because there's cool stuff out there. We'll travel three hours down south to Branson, another five hours to It's the Mount Midwest Judea. scene. It's the Midwest you know, a Missouri central kind of like scene kind of thing. And that was, that was really what it was all about. It's like, yo, we get all these people together. Like we're going to need a shop to support that. And there just wasn't a shop that had the kind of gear that was really like, it was all kind of generic zoomies kind of like corporate selection. All right. And, right. and this corporate selection didn't have jack shit to do with the stuff that people were actually experiencing and skating in Kansas city. Like, they had switchblades. They maybe had, like, one switchblade or something like that. But those dudes didn't know why that board would be good for someone starting out. Right, they would just sell you the yeah. board. And then there was, this. like, oh, so many other things that you could get into. You know, there's Paris trucks and Caliber trucks and different ways you could set these boards up. And so there wasn't any shop around here that wanted to learn all that stuff or that was just blown away nuts with it like my brain kind of just naturally like yeah, I you love give that a, shit, like I've, I've been sitting here for about three months and I gotta watch you do comprehensive skateboard education dude classes. I want I want people to know and why one person why they're buying why they're buying why do you hey, want hi. you're being sneaky yeah you got your beer bud yeah that's those guys coming out hi um, <laughs> bye <laughs> we're shooting while we're recording this, we're getting ready to shoot our Stoke Chow. It's a whole YouTube show idea that we've been working on. Right, for, Stoke Chow. There's a, there's a YouTube show on the Patreon. Yeah, well, we, it, got, like, well, we got a YouTube the show. The shop is super interactive. Patreon's still working. And dude, it's just trying to like shout out Kansas City because you know we're kind of like middle of nowhere. We're on a coast. We don't have mountains, you know. That's some not, runs. You know, man. we got some runs, dude. We got dude. Kansas City is so chock full of like. Awesome little hills that it is. We're a free ride town, man. And LDP is no fucking punk around here either. No, because we've got. No. Oh hell no! I'm. We I'm, got. We got the I Indian got Creek out. Trail. Yeah, the Indian Creek Trail. No, that Indian Creek Trail is evil. Ups and downs and cracks and freaking every type of Downhill. obstacle you can possibly think, and it's all inside like Flooding. the metro area. 
You can go you can, wild. You could piss on two sides of the state at the same time. At the same time. At the same time. At the same time. That's how close those two states are. Freaking love. That trail is. I love. I love the scene, man. Like we just got the freaking chillest people. We've got amazing riders. Like you, you have know. every second Sunday. Every second Sunday we do this thing. Oh, that's right. Okay, so yeah, man. Yeah, how did that come about? Um, like, second Sunday. Well, like, dude, look. Like, okay, dude. so. We're starting to do... We, and what is second... Like, what what goes okay. on second Sunday? So, it's every... Like going beginning, we start at the, start beginning. the beginning. Every <laughs> second Sunday for the past seven years, we've hosted this uh, event called uh, Stoke Clinics. All right? So, the idea behind Stoke Clinics is, okay, we're at Kessler Park. Uh, if you've ever come to Kansas City and skated Kessler Park, it's like... It is, it is a delightful slice. It's a good taste of what you're getting into... In and around Kansas City, because at Kessler Park, you've got a dope, like flat as flat as we possibly can make it in Kansas City, um, five mile, you know, push course. We've got a quarter mile hill with a great technical uh, lefty in the middle of it, um, and you're doing, you know, 25, 30 miles an hour when you hit the lefty, um, and then we've got, you know, a great way to divide that hill up and offer some free ride education and stuff, and so. Kessler Park is just this perfect, no cars in there at all. Um, and so Stoke Clinic really was designed to get people like, okay, what are the basics of moving through Kansas City? Like, what do you need to know? Well, first off, if you're moving through the city, you need to learn how to foot brake, you know? And so then it was like figuring out foot braking and then carving and then from carving, everything else kind of like, evolves or you can learn everything kind of from there basically right um and so it's just getting people like look if you only come to one stoke clinic we'll get you carving or if you already know stuff and i tell people this all the time if you already know stuff sick like we can you can skate with other people that are your skill level right or you can learn stuff from people that are a higher skill level or you can even show and this happens a lot with the community you can show people somewhat you might do something a certain way that people are like that's actually really freaking brilliant and then you get to teach your little style trick whatever to other people too and then it disseminates it builds the community and I just wanted a one solid thing every single month that I could teach people get people started because you know one of the things that one of the things that causes people to not skate anymore is when they get injured and so if they get injured, they're not going to skate anymore. Right. So really in, in Kansas City, you can do 20, 25 plus miles an hour and fuck yourself up really easily. Just Goodbye. Starting out. Cheers. Um, yeah. I've had lots of freaking friends that have like, they don't skate anymore. They're like, dude, I just got too much and that pain sucked. And I was like, shit, dude, if you would have just like learned this basic skill or this basic skill, you would have never had that issue. And so that was my biggest thing is like I wanted something where we can instruct the the community a safe place for them to learn so that we could try to retain as many people like as long in the community as they wanted to go i didn't want people the reason people didn't skate in kansas city to be because they didn't think they could so i want you know an honest freaking start right let me start you the best way i could possibly Um, start you out kid i recently met rudy oh dude yeah man uh julian met him first Mm-hmm. And then I'm like me and Aaron met him at the hill, but he knew about the clinic and everything. Like I've never seen it. I don't remember seeing this kid, but when he shows up, 
just a little bit of pushing that you do, but mm-hmm. it's like encouraging. Like we know you can do it. You've, you're showing potential. You just gotta. That's how you correct it. You got the that's basics. How here's it. how you yeah, fix weird like, shit, and here's yeah. how you. But you've you've like as humble as you are, you've helped build that community. And like, how do you go about even doing that? Like, what's the thought process of just all right? This is what I'm gonna do. I don't know. I guess I guess I just I try to think of like try to think of okay, what are you know? It's part of the retail in me, I guess, is like because in retail you're you're solving problems, right? You're right. you're providing solutions. Right. I mean, there's all sorts of people can, and this is probably something that you know you hear all these people. Oh, my scene sucks. Blah blah blah. Well, what are you doing in it? Like, are you are you organizing a meetup? You don't have to teach. Like, not everybody wants to teach. I would highly recommend if you're into building a community, find a way to teach. Find, <laughs> find a way to teach because like, people people have questions, all right? And people ask. There's so much different information out there. Right. And not all information is applicable to your community or scene. So it's like, yo, if, you're, if you want to make your scene as good as it can, what are the problems in it? Okay, well, one of our problems was... Everybody thought they were the only longboarder when, in fact, there was hundred plus riders around the metro area right that just corner. didn't didn't have a way to like link up. Okay, well, let's let's here's a solution to do that. Right. You know, and even if people don't go to Facebook and they go to our Stoke clinics, hey, here is a place to meet up with people, and I guarantee you, there's someone in your neighborhood that is skating that. You know, boom, you guys were practically right. neighbors right. or whatever. You right. know, and so that was the first thing. It's like, okay, we got to bring people together. We got to we got to teach people how to skate and, and how to not get injured if at all possible. Right. Um, and then, you know, we have to, here's the other solution. We have to have a good quality gear for people to learn on kind of thing. Because right. if you don't have, you know, good equipment, if you're learning on Amazon horse shit, then you're there's only so much you can you can physically do and most stuff around Kansas City annihilates whatever Amazon nonsense is on there. You've like, had some guys who've come out of out of this state uh, that you that you pretty much had come to Stoke Clinics before dude, in the beginning and and, and, and yeah and, and then just like years later oh pardon me just blow you away just like it's been but the it raddest like, thing man like it's like that little that little bit of seeing that development of I, I took the person the basics of understanding yeah or even and he didn't get hurt and or even like yeah now now they're now they're able to go to tuna yeah and yeah like your knowledge like full I, blasted I, down tuna right and sick right your knowledge of how to set up a skateboard and like at and how it should operate mm-hmm. at its maximum efficiency how you're right how your body should be able to interact with it. Yeah. In a given yeah. circumstance yeah. If, or whatever. If this was like one of those sports where like you gotta get off your board and somebody needs to tune your shit, you'd be like one of those. I'd be the pit crew guy. You'd be the ace no. pit crew guy. No. Like <laughs> racing, eh, no, not so much. I suck at racing. I'm slow. I'm first heat peep. I'm out every single time. And What's you your know, knowledge? Uh, yeah, but I can, dude, and that's when, like when we used to go to, there was an event uh, that Omaha, Nebraska put on uh, at the end of May every year, on Memorial Day or whatever. Uh, called Hummel Havoc. It was an amazing event. Uh, I think 2016 was the last year that Hummel Havoc uh, went down. Um, and, uh, you know, we had 2016 was like, man, <clears throat> for 
we had Groms that were we had Chase Hiller, you know, right. like that was ready to race and win that event. We had and he did. Um, <laughs> he did, by the way. Like, ah. um, we had we had no freaking a whole set of Groms, a skill level underneath him. Um, that uh, you know, it was a great experience and. You know, my thing was, dude, I wanted a pit crew for him. I wanted to make sure the grip tape was on. I wanted to make sure that their wheels were spinning. I sure their bearings were freaking right. moved. Like, like, yo, your wheel, your trucks are on backwards. Don't it's got nothing great to go, coaching. Um, it's great like, coaching. Like, that was really, really cool. And, like, because I know, like, look, I, uh, I can go fast. I just don't go fast as fast as other people. So, uh, you know, that's not my, my, whole, my whole thing that I'm, I'm stoked on. It's awesome, dude, to watch Chase blasting down and stuff awesome to watch you know dudes like Lars cranking down hills and busting a huge huge slot oh it's so so sick see the smiles that come out the shop dude on some regular shit on some regular Regular everyday all of a sudden people people come in here finding joy on just kicking their freaking skateboard and not killing themselves in their own neighborhood sometimes they just don't even skateboard and they just show up anyway because this is a place to Seems fucking... like a dude. I we get people like that for sure. Like, yeah. People like you guys are excited. Like when we went into UPS store the other day, those dudes were like, <laughs> those dudes were like, you guys should just come back. Like, like I don't think I've ever been invited to hang out in a UPS store. Before. Right, never, never in my life. I usually get the fuck out. You being obnoxious, leave right. out. Like, like no, fuck. dude. Like we're having a good time with life. You should join the party. No, you should yeah. escape. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should lose yeah. your foot. Like, I mean, most people probably think you're crazy in the beginning, but Fair if enough. you work really hard at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, when, you, when you spend, you know, however many hours a week I do this, like. You know, 20 like, hours a week. 20 hours a week. Shit. Probably more than 20 hours. 20, yeah, dude. So it's like. Because that's, that's my schedule. Like, is uh, my schedule is Monday through Saturday uh, in the shop, 10 a.m. to 9 19 hours. 9 p.m. It's 19 okay. hours, dude. That's more than that. That's, um, because on the day, like, it's it's from 10 to 9. So that's uh, 11 hours oh, a day yeah. um, times 6. So that's 66 hours in the shop. Okay. Then, oh, that's the uh, outside do, shop. Then we do, <laughs> then on Monday nights, and sometimes Wednesday nights like tonight, we do uh, media stuff for the YouTube channel. Uh, and that's like 9.30 to 1 o'clock or something like that. And then... Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays is a couple hours over at the lab, building skateboards now. Right. Um, Wednesdays is kind of like an open day, maybe take a break. Uh, Fridays is skating with the community, that's the one day I get to skate, so (laughs) I definitely try and go skate Friday nights, if the weather's good. And then Saturday is like, okay, I'm, I'm, by Saturday, Saturday night, I'm, I'm, done man semi-wide now yeah my brain is freaking toast man and, and there's you, probably skateboarding going on on sunday or you have the four you have there's, a four-year-old so yeah that, yeah exactly that's, that's spending a, time with the family and the wife that's a is, work that's a job dude look it's man it's a too. full deal man but it's, it, it, it's awesome like and yeah. dude i have a hard time not finding ways to do more of it really because like you know you do what you love to do and i can i can pay the rent and survive and survive yeah, and keep the lights on man and keep, yeah. keep people stoked keep yeah. people smiling and striving and you know hopefully they find something cool about it and inspired to do their own thing you know not everyone's gonna want to run a skate shop so um, so yeah the 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 negative question i i really like i call this a negative question the corona like how's corona treated the skate shop bring it on um <laughs> bring it nice. look okay look 
But Corona, I, and this is bad because I know I felt a really, really guilty. Last year was the best year we've ever had. But, you know, a lot of that was because we've had eight years previous to that, like building up stock, building up, working on our website. If we hadn't worked on our website for the year previous to Corona, we wouldn't have been able to Do to serve the customers because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, there was time. There was two months when people couldn't come in the shop at all. Right, and that online and shop. So, yeah, that online shop allowed me to do curbside service. We had just gotten stock in, and I was able to have people work on the website or go on the website, order stuff, and then I could drop it off in the truck. They didn't have to get out. Like, just pull up, boom. Like, I set boards up and sales up on the phone. That's so interesting. That, that dude, it was it saved our ass, man. Like huge, huge time. Um, so that was really, really cool. And that's been kind of like just a shop is like figuring out, you know, okay, here's the problem. How do you find a solution? Just like skateboarding, like, yeah. like okay, how do I get over this? How do I move through this thing here? You either got to get stronger or you got to learn a skill. And I think like that's kind of what with, with coronavirus, you know, there was obviously there was a huge influx. We had right. we had. 2010 levels of people looking for longboarding and skateboarding of on all Google, ages. of all ages, on yeah. Google, so just like 2010, um, but there was this huge, you know, shortage of stuff, um, just did the best we could, man, like, um, but I think, you know, hopefully, hopefully Corona slowed people down enough that they explored their own neighborhoods, because now they couldn't, they didn't necessarily, they weren't necessarily allowed to go to other places right. they weren't able to do the vacations they thought they right. had to stay at home or stay around their home right and hopefully they discovered the awesomeness of their own neighborhoods and and learned you know how to do some basic stuff man some sweet other joys i mean life. yeah dude there's there's so much more out there i mean and i'm not a big sports guy fan i don't like not that i don't like sports ball but I don't care about sports ball. It's got nothing to do with skateboarding or any of that it's other a, stuff. Well, what we do is a sport. What we do, it's what like, we do is a but sport. It's also a lifestyle, man. Like, yeah. It's also a lifestyle. And you know what? Like, but so is the dudes that are into those, those it's sports. It's a lifestyle, too. That is also their lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, too. But, um, I mean, the 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 representation of our, of our sport is a lot... I can't. I can't really explain it's, it's it. It's unexplainable. It's, it's pretty broad. broad. Like, it's it, accepting it, of everything. It hits a lot of. It yeah. hits a lot of points for a lot of people, and that's kind of been the cool thing with the shop as it's developed over the years. Like, okay, at first I think I'm just running a retail shop, and then you find out running that a family. There's, yeah, there's running <laughs> a family. You're you're maintaining a family, and it's not just your up for up. You know your your blood family, and then you got your community family, yeah. and that's like huge. Like, what an amazing. An amazing, amazing thing. You know I, mean, I mean, retail shops actually do that in real life. I, you know, like that's the crazy part. Like when you go to a retail shop, there's not many retail shops where your 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 customer service base is so passionate about what they sell and, and what they're giving to you that you walk out of there regardless of not buying anything. You're smiling. And that's what I think. With education. That's what I think. GameStop really, really taught me. So I went from being a department manager at Walmart, and then. Um, stepped into a uh, store manager role at GameStop and did that for 10 years um, when I discovered longboarding. Um, and, uh, and that's what GameStop really kind of showed me was like, okay, you know, it was, it was, a, it was like a skate shop for video games because people could walk in, people in your community could walk in and you're, you're talking with dudes, you're 
playing online when when Xbox Live really started going on. That's I was working at GameStop when all that really kicked off, and you know you were I could identify my buddy's name over the phone. Like they'd call up and ask if we had a game. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and that's really what in the early days of GameStop when I was there, um, from two thousand two thousand five to. To, I guess 2003, so 2003 ish to 2005. Oh, you gotta tell the I quit story though. Which one? Oh no, the main one when yeah, I quit the, GameStop. Yeah, the GameStop. That was, that was I epic. Quit story. That was epic. That yeah. was all Billy and, and my family uh, for sure. Um, it was, a skateboard it was good. Well, look, okay, so this is actually, <laughs> this is a perfect transitionary thing too because like GameStop was something like, and as a store manager, I was able to set my own schedule. I was able to you know, determine the needs of the community that came into the store. We can do our own midnights, yada, yada, yada. Well, as GameStop's corporate, so it really showed, hey, these, there's a community element to this retail. If the store doesn't serve its community, right? Um, you know, one of the first stores that I took over was, a, there was a huge Hispanic community, or community that shopped at this store. Right. And not a single person spoke Spanish in the store that I went into. So, automatically, yeah, dude, I'm like, what? He's disrespectful. That's, like, no no wonder this store is is having a hard time. You don't have representative people of your community in in this establishment. And and for whatever reason, that was a miss, you know, I mean, it was a tough store. Um, Part of the reason is because, oh, they didn't freaking have Spanish-speaking people in the freaking store. Um, but it, it, it showed to me like, oh, there was this huge, huge, there's this crazy connection that can be made between your community. And I had people following me around the city cause I, you know, ran several stores right. across the city. And th- this is kind of where as GameStop kind of started taking that power away from store managers and started not focusing, started trying to t- treat us like cookie cutter, like every GameStop is the same. Um, you know, every GameStop is supposed to do this, yada, yada, yada. It took away that ability to serve the communities that we are, our store was a part of. Like, like that was insane to me. Um, and I was very vocal about that sort of stuff. And so when, especially like doing my own thing and, and learning and, and, you know, I believe the community, if you're not serving your community, then like, fuck off. It's not going to fucking happen. Like you the, there, there is no other like I'm, I'm, I'm a proud capitalist because I'm an idealist capitalist. <laughs> I would say because because I really really believe that if you're investing in your community, then maybe you're never gonna be a millionaire, which is a ridiculous thing. But but you you're gonna be able to survive, and you're gonna have a cool family, and you're gonna have this really really awesome, Rich history. awesome yeah. awesome people around you, and that's really what all of this like specialty retail I feel like is like a big part of it is like if you're not taking care of your community you're not you're not gonna be able to stick around you know what and you know what dude part of that is like putting in an unholy amount of work and and time and hours and effort and and try to develop as many people as to to reach their own potential inside the community as well right And, and I mean I'm super passionate about that that's what GameStop showed me that it was possible GameStop's huge everyone knows what the hell GameStop is um, but like they just lost sight of their communities that they served and they took the power away from the people that were serving those communities effectively. And 
Here they are. You walk into it. It's a fucking sad place to go into now. <laughs> and that's where, like, with with with, nobody wants to work. with Burning Spider Stoke Company, that's what I want. I want people to come in. I don't care how you skate or what your experience level is or if you... Uh, you converted a roller a uh, four wheeler. Uh, you know, dude, I converted a lot of. It's not really conversion. It's just like Whoa. giving people an excuse to try new things, yeah. like wear like wearing helmets, or you know, trying soft wheel stuff. Or uh, there's a dude uh, in the that ran into a Broadway bomb. You remember that guy that came up on a unicycle and like totally just ate shit like right off the bat when we were all waiting there. And then instantly the dude hops up and sees, like, the tie-dyes and the burning spider shirts and is like, Joe's around here somewhere. He's a dude that had come in the store in Kansas City. Damn. And was like, where's the guy? And Billy, of course, is, like, getting asked this question. Billy's like, we talking about Joe? Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and so... You're the face. Boom. The like, right. Well, shop. that's just because I'm here all the time. Not yeah, because you're the Billy face isn't of the important. Shop. But, like, I'm... No, you're the, the face of the shop. You're the face of the shop. Um, and so and so, it was really cool because that guy, even though he's riding an electric unicycle, the year beforehand had like ran into each other at Broadway bomb again. New York is where he was. Where yeah, he was it? at, and and wild. he was like, "Dude, I pushed the bomb this year. I didn't ride an electric skateboard or any of this yeah. other stuff." Yada yada yeah. yada. And I was like, "Dude, that's so sick. I'm so you know, that gets me stoked that you're trying these different." styles out in different ways whole to different avenues of skateboarding yeah like, man, I mean, go everywhere so with many it. different ways to move everyone's different so like and there's so many different ways to move in skateboarding like to say that one way is like like this is this is what skateboarding is like you're fucking, you're full of shit you're full of shit man. calm down like calm go down. fuck yourself go, too many rules <laughs> Too many but that was the rules in skateboarding when they like re- like originally started like rules yeah, rules rule, rules man. like they try to set rules and then they just got beat like I don't, I don't every time, time you try to set rules I don't got time to keep track of rules dude like that's like, just RKP TKP it doesn't roll it have a platform alright there's some guidelines yeah know, between setting those up you don't want to turn them around backwards like you know you want your pivots facing out beyond that uh you know set them up how you want man make some matter <laughs> like the uh the um uh, the surf skate uh system from uh land yachts with their 65 degree banger rkp on front and then they have a like 130 millimeter tkp on the back mm. like it's a cool way to Try to get that surfy kind of feel going. It's a you know? weird. It's a it's like, a weird skate. It's a weird skate. Yeah, it's a weird oh, skate. Oh, it gets so low. Some like, people yeah. are super stoked about that sort of motion. Like that's that's one of the things. Like getting people set up in the shop is like, okay, well, how do you how do you see yourself skating? And and like people try to freaking play me off. Like they, like they don't picture a way that they're skating in their head. Like they're just they're just scared to freaking admit that they see themselves doing a certain way of skating. And I'm like, look, like, I know I saw myself, dude, surfing and carving it up, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like trying to realize and find the boards inside that that let me unleash that that style. Which is why the, the Icarus has resonated with me, like, so, so well. Like, Those inner joy moments. Oh, my God, man. Those smiling oh, moments. I love that board. I found the few boards. There's a few boards. Like, yeah. I got the Icarus, like, the oh, when I found the Overland. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, oh man, dude, I can move the way I want to move on this board. I can do this, this, and this. Boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, um, we're going to wrap this up. 
It's been a pleasure. Well, Lord I, knows you gotta... I can talk all fucking night long. Dude. Yeah, this is this is fun. It's always fun. Dude, always I, fun thank you so much for freaking spending time with us, man. Yeah, man, thank you. I hope you learned thank some you. shit, and I hope... A lot. Like, can't wait to go to New York. Let's get some fucking Broadway bomb with you. Oh, we got parks. Year. We're gonna do parks this time because, like, oh, dude, I'm learned. I learned. I'm learned how to fucking olive in Kansas City. Bet. And the best damn barbecue. I'm down to do. Plant. Yeah, best damn barbecue. Best damn barbecue. You in, got this in challenge. In challenge. That's a, challenge. Suck at the rest of the world. We got the best barbecue. Bro. Come to Kansas City. Eat some barbecue. Come to our skate shop, and uh, we'll show you some hills. Yeah, come. Actually, you should because like the whole community. Yeah. Got more than likely. Tell be. me your. If you give me a warning when you're coming, I will have. An army of stoked individuals just of whatever skill level you're at that will take you around. These even fuckers if I just can't show up. Just sh- don't show up. Give me a warning. But these fuckers just show up. Like and some people do, just show up. Like, and that's that's part of the joys. They they just show up and they're just like, hey, bam, <laughs> Like I'm here for the day. Yeah, yeah cool. And then I get to hang out with freaking badass people like Rydon. We're playing kendama and all sorts of crazy yeah. shit, man. You got your kendama gods. Oh, oh man, yeah, you got your kendama is a whole other thing that we have. I mean, that's, that's not longboarding. It's not in the scope. It's not in the scope for like. It's what a cool little... To- it's a freaking community you can build around a little toy, dude. Like, have, it's not serious. It's all this, just good fun. Different have, And it brings different people in just fun. like longboarding is. You sell people enjoyable times. And yeah, man. And tools to enjoy Life. your time with. For sure. And life lessons. I got you talking for another five minutes. I told you. It's Missouri goodbyes. I told you, yeah. Midwest goodbyes. Woo! Midwest goodbyes. I'm getting used to those Midwest goodbyes. Getting used to something. I'm probably gonna do that when I get back. Yeah, like, people are gonna saying, be like, dude, just fucking do this. Just fucking shut go up what now. you gotta do. Dude. It's like, come on, fucking toast that thing. Like, shut the fuck up, bro. I'm out there, ate barbecue food, and you just like got converted. You got, and you slowed your ass down, and now you're fucking. You can't shut the fuck up. Now you just don't shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, if you see the police, shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's the good guidelines to have. Yeah. That's the good guidelines for sure. Great guys. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Dude, thank Dude you. thanks for talking with me. Derp. Thanks derp. for having me on the show. Derp, derp, derp. Check out. Check out. Oh, yeah. Go. Check out. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I got to do the plugs. Burning yeah, Spider Stoke Company on YouTube. Burning Spider Stoke Company on Instagram. Joe B816 on my personal Instagram, I guess we could throw that out. Stoke uh, Chow, YouTube. Uh, Stoke Chow on YouTube. Just go to YouTube channel, freaking post up. Check it out. Every single month, we talk about all the cool shit going on in, in in Kansas City, and we interview a local or someone that's around and handy. So Kansas City's got a lot of cool people, and so we're trying to trying to show that off, man. Burning Spider Stoke Company. Yeah, if you just look up Burning Spider, I guarantee you're probably gonna find us. Just remember that part. It Google's fast. It Google's fast, dude. Because five G. Yeah. yeah. Got that now. Five G. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're welcome.